I'm sorry, I'm <laughs> chicken, man. I got... <laughs> I'm not about to speak pieces of chicken all over this microphone. That'd be kind of sick. Uh, just washed your windscreen off. Yeah. Okay. Midweek snack. Mm-hmm. Hey, I need some ketchup real Stop quick. Stop it. I need some ketchup real quick, man. For what? You're done. I'm almost done eating. So why do you need ketchup now? Because my fries got dry. the 16 millimeter film crew podcast you can listen to us on itunes google music spotify at 16 millimeter film crew you can also listen to us on youtube and you can follow us on twitter at 16 millimeter crew podcast and on instagram at 16 millimeter crew i'm cindy here with uh, dale and jermaine no nickname this week jermaine no i got you guys i got you guys okay okay my name is jermaine aka Jingling, jingling, jingling. Wait for it. Jingling, man. Where's that from? Let's let the let's let our our fans tell us, right? Why not? Okay. I'll tell you afterwards. Okay. All right. So (laughs) every week, man, something. So we're talking about, or we're going to start off talking about the Disney. D23 Expo that just happened mm-hmm. Oops, um, over the weekend. There's a lot of stuff to get through, so let's just start um, with the Marvel news. Lots of Marvel news. Lots um, of it. <laughs> just, just, a, just a tiny bit. Um, Disney Plus. So Disney Plus is going to have all of the movies and all the TV sh- or all the new TV shows yeah. that's coming on there. So, how much did you say it was? It was like seven. It was seven dollars for four simultaneous. Sorry, four <laughs> streams at the same time. You know, words and <laughs> words, words, words. <laughs> so four simultaneous streams mm-hmm. and in four K HDR. When your four simultaneous streams combine. Yeah, we'll go with that. Okay. Yeah. And apparently nothing gets deleted like on Netflix. Yeah. Which is awesome. So I'm really excited about that. I guess I'm going to get it since it's so cheap. But basically, yeah, we'll talk about Disney Plus a little bit later. But for the movie news, Black Panther 2 has been announced. It's coming out in 2021, is it? 2022? 20. I know it's in May. Okay, well, that's which, not <laughs> which year, you know, it's so three years from now, yeah. so 20, 21, 22. So, yeah, <laughs> 2022. Um, I guess everyone's coming back. I don't know if the whole cast is coming back though. Mm, only Chadwick is confirmed, right? Because he's T'Challa, yeah, he's like the main thing. If yeah, he's not concerned. if he didn't come back, that'd be awkward. But also, Ryan Coogler is coming back to direct, he got replaced with Don Cheadle. Everybody gets replaced by Don Cheadle. Right. That what? 
Terrence Howard. I mean, I know, but like, <laughs> I don't like that joke. I mean, we I all it. look alike, you know. I really, really hate that. Um, <laughs> Kit Harrington is joining the Eternals. Mm-hmm. Now, I feel like everyone and their mom is joining the Eternals, though. Like every week, there's a new casting announcement. I'm gonna be honest about the Eternals. <laughs> I read comics. I don't know shit about them. Okay. And I feel like they're casting all these big known actors to fill that void. Mm-hmm. You know. But I mean, no one knew anything about Guardians of the Galaxy for real. If you read comics, you did. But like the vast majority, vast majority of people yeah. didn't know. But this is like nobody knows about the Eternals. I know about it. The Eternals? Yeah, and I don't even read comics. Who are the Eternals? So there's, I think there's like Icarus and Circe or Circe, Ajax, right? A few others. You're going off the cast names? Nah, I'm going off because I was like, in an alternate universe, if I was a director or something, I would want to make those comics for Marvel just because no one knows about them and you can kind of do whatever you want with it. Okay. So now I know why Kit Harrington joined the cast. He heard somebody named Cersei's in it. Uh, I hate that. <laughs> but he's playing a knight again. And he's acting besides the guy who played Rob Stark, Richard Madden. Hey, Richard Martins, he's underrated. I'm sorry, who's that? He, he's underrated. Richard Martin? No, the words. What was his name again? Richard Madden? Richard Madden. <laughs> He's underrated. He's really good. Yeah. I, th- I don't know if he's underrated anymore. I think people pretty much know who he is and so for like the bodyguard and yeah. other things. Yeah. But I'm really excited. I mean, I feel like that's a pretty good transition for him to go into after Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. Do another superhero thing. So when I heard the news that he was joining Marvel, because they didn't announce what he was going to be in at that point. Mm-hmm. I thought he was going to be like the rebooted uh, Wolverine because he mentioned that he wanted to play that part. Why does everybody cast Wolverine? Can somebody cast Cyclops, please? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Wolverine's a top tier character, you know? Look, I'm not a fan of Mr. Australia's portrayal. Oh, I love Hugh Jackman in it. I think he's, he's too great. tall. I need Wolverine with a Napoleon complex. That's true. That's true. So Kit Harrington would have been perfect because <laughs> he's yeah. like five, I don't know, eight probably. I don't, I'm not really sure if he's that short, but Yo, he's short. Why you, you say it like that? Five, eight short? Five, eight, like a few inches above me. Oh, okay. I guess. I mean, I'm not that short either. I'm like an average height for a girl, probably. Probably. But, or maybe he would have been a perfect Wolverine side. then. I guess. I kind of wanted him to do that. But you know what? I'm cool with this too. Okay. I don't know what that character does in the that universe. I mean, or in that comic. Do you know? He slashes things. Wolverine or the Black Knight? Wolverine? She's talking about the Black Knight. Oh, the Black Knight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do you if know? You guys could have seen that face. <laughs> Me? No. Yeah, you. I don't know much about the Black Knight. Okay. Well, yeah. Cool. So, um, the WandaVision Whoa. casted Catherine Hahn and um, the girl from Two Bro Girls. I forgot her name. Um, uh, Kat Dennings. One, she kept saying Kat Molnir Dennings. or Molnir or... Oops. Mjolnir. She kept getting the hammer's name wrong. Yeah. Okay, yeah. 
Um, I don't know what this show is going to do, but. I feel like, and this is me, mm-hmm. my issue with it is, is if you read the comics, you know, Wanda does have a mental breakdown. Mm-hmm. And, and I feel like they are going to go that route based on the, um, the promotional image they showed. Have you seen the movie um, Pleasantville? Yes, yes. I feel like they're going that kind of route based on that, where something with her powers maybe goes out of control and she makes the world have that kind of illusion of being in that 1950s universe. Oh, interesting. I don't know. So I feel like they're going to go that route. But my thing is, the only person they've shown dealing with emotional issues seriously is Tony Stark. Mm-hmm. They kind of laugh at everybody. And if you watch the shows, you know, if you watch the movies, Wanda's been through a lot. Brother mm-hmm. died, families died, had her whole country and city d- dropped onto the planet. People died. Mm-hmm. She lost her boyfriend. So she's gone through shit, but they don't show the emotional fatigue mm-hmm. that she's had to deal with. So I kind of found it hard to go that route, showing her whole mental breakdown but we haven't been seeing the groundwork of her actually, the cracks of it being shown. Well, I mean, maybe you'll see it in the show. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. I mean, these are characters who are probably not that interesting. She's one of the strongest she's, beings no, yeah. in Marvel. That's a, but that's the thing. It's like she ha- she's probably one of the most powerful Avengers. But because she has been, I guess what you're saying, underdeveloped. Yeah. You're not really excited about I or at least... I wasn't when I heard about the show. I was just like, okay, cool. But maybe they'll take the opportunity to like actually flesh out her character, give her like more backstory and stuff. That way you can like care (laughs) about her and then also her and Vision's relationship, which was kind of just thrown in there. (laughs) It's kind of weird. It's not really thrown in there. It was a thing in the comics. So. Oh, I'm sorry. For those who don't read the comics in the movies. Yeah. Yeah. There wasn't really an explanation for that. Their relationship? Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, I give... I'm thinking this is going to be maybe a hit or miss. <laughs> I'm I'm leaning more towards the optimistic side mm-hmm. just because the quirkiness of the relationship. Why is Kate Cat Dennings in the movie? I mean, the show. I have... I don't... They said I something won't have. with Thor. Maybe they'll make a I connection there. I have no explanation there. for that. <laughs> but she wasn't in the last Thor movies. Yeah, well, none of them are. Yeah. So, She's probably going to be one of those quirky um, support characters. The role she usually plays. Mm-hmm. But honestly, that's kind of Catherine Hahn's character. Like, she always is, like, the quirky, like, best friend or, like, the crazy girlfriend or something. Like, have you you seen Parks and Rec, right? Yeah. You know the woman who they brought on to uh, manage Paul Rudd's um, campaign? Mm-hmm. That's her. Oh, so it's like okay. Doesn't she always gonna sound like you're gonna have two quirky people like battling for the most quirkiness? I don't know. I mean, they do have a little bit of a problem with their humor, like adding a little too much. Yeah, you never know. This could be a future mistake <laughs> or future blessing. Or future blessing. Care to hear first? I feel like. Comparatively, I feel like the comedy thing works better with Winter Soldier and Falcon. Oh, yeah, okay, smooth transition. Uh, <laughs> I was, I wanted to ask if you know, but um, yeah, I 
I'm not like a fan of Anthony Mackie's like comedy, but I feel like he does it fine in the movies. Mm -hmm. So I'm sure he'll be fine in these and in the show too. I feel like that'll be one of the better shows that'll come out from Marvel. Because you've already you already seen their rapport. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And you kinda understand how they work together and they worked really good, especially in Civil War. They were like probably one of the best parts is that little sequence when they were at um the airport. Uh with Spider Man. Mm-hmm. Okay. That was so funny. I was crying. And he was like, I hate you. <laughs> he just whispered it like <laughs> just I by hate, the way, I hate I you. Hate you. <laughs> so good. I'm really excited to see the show. I like Sebastian Stan. I'm not all that excited. Um, Anthony Mackney is really not one of my favorite characters, yeah. like, actors. He's, he's so extra yeah, with the capital E. Weird. <laughs> so weird to me. His career took like a weird trajectory. What do you mean? For the, a positive. Like he wasn't always in those. You saw that streetball movie on BET with Eva, Eva Pickford. Am I saying her name right? He was in movies like those. And he was Clarence in 8 Mile. And now he's has because of Marvel, he has a more high profile thing. Striking vipers. You know? Striking vipers. We're not going to talk about that. <laughs> We're not talking about that. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm not a, a huge fan of his, but I'm a fan of both of them. And I like their characters well enough to be like, all right, cool, I'll watch the show. I'm mad that he's not going to actually be Captain America. Like, he's still going to be Falcon. Like, what's mm. the point of giving him the shield? And well, saying, I mean, we're not getting another Avengers movies for years. But this, so, but this thing is a continuation of how how they describe it. The stuff in the Disney Plus stuff is a kind of a continuation of all those stories. It's just the stories we don't see in the big screen, right? You know, so so maybe he will become the Captain America, just not yet. Maybe he has to go through like a little training situation through the show. Maybe it may be a whole. Do I really want to accept this responsibility, or nah? This man just gave me a shield. Let me just put it to the side somewhere. I do hope they go the route of. I hope they go the route because Marvel Captain America is kind of always a political character because mm-hmm. he has to be right. So I really hope they go the route of you know the issues of Steve Rogers not being Captain America and now this black guy is Captain America. <laughs> I I really want that. You know, because okay. it's true to life. Like, you know. Right. I want that, too. But that might be the reason why he's not Captain America. Okay. Yeah. Give I hope him some if, space to, like, be him first. Yeah. And then we'll see. Yeah. Um, And the last show I guess they have is What If, which is the animated show. Yeah. Um, Which they're just doing, like, a, oh, what if this happened? Like, if. What if the, Thanos clicked his heels instead of his fingers? If society was slightly <laughs> altered or whatever. And I like, and I feel like, I don't know, I haven't watched any Marvel cartoons. Have there been many? Marvel cartoons? Yeah. Um, there are a bunch on Disney now. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I'm, I'm interested to see what their animation looks like and how they... It's... Good. It's pretty decent. It's pretty decent. Do it. It's, okay. It's good. I prefer the way um, DC's Yeah, I feel like DC's is better. Yeah. But so. I don't know that because I haven't seen any of the Marvel ones, yeah. so I'm not... I'll retract that. Um, yeah. I don't know. I like... The one thing I like about the idea of the what-ifs, because, like, say if you read um, Spider-Man where Gwen Stacy dies, 
the what if series was always like, hey, what if Gwen Stacy didn't die? What if he actually cat caught her? Mm. It's always stories like that. Yeah, that's so, what I'm excited to see. Yeah. Like, what if Captain America didn't crash into the um, the water, you know? Yep. Yeah. It'd be interesting. Um, I'm glad that they're developing all these stories that we get to, like, see more of the characters that we don't get to really get to know in the movies. So I think that's a really good idea. And I think they'll, do, I think they'll be pretty good. I'm surprised they gave Hawkeye a show, though. They did, and Loki. Yeah, Loki, that was expected. He's one of the fan favorites. So it was Well, yeah, happen. I'm glad they're giving him a show because I really like his portrayal of Loki. But nobody really likes Hawkeye that much. Yeah. Hawkeye kind of gets... Hawkeye gets the Batman treatment Batman gets from Marvel fans. Like, Marvel fans say he's just a guy. Like, and with Hawkeye, it's like he's just a guy with a bow. So, I got you. Yeah. Mm. So. There's nothing super about him. Yeah. So. <laughs> He was doing good in Endgame, though. Yeah. Putting in the work. Yeah, yeah he, he definitely was. put in work. I liked him more in that movie than I did in any other ones. Like, he was shopping up. He, he was too. finding the first Avengers, I guess. But he wasn't, I don't, I don't know, was he that important in the first Avengers? He was the first person brainwashed. Right. That's He's what not I really a thing until the second half of the movie. Mm. When the helicarrier crashes, then it makes it a thing. So, anyway. Um, Star Wars is also bringing out their shows. The Mandalorian saw the trailer. I was like, oh, okay. Mm -hmm. This is good. This is good. Yeah. Um, my boy Pedro Pascal is in it. Can't wait to see that. Oh, he's old boy from, um, Triple Frontier. Yeah. And he's in Narcos and he was in Game of Thrones. Yeah. So that's cool. I don't know the story of the Mandalorian at all. It's a new a new thing. The thing about it I like about it is different directors are doing each episode. Okay, cool. So you kind of have a different vibe style yeah. for each one. Okay. But Favreau still over, over Favreau's the, over everything. Yeah, Favreau's taking over the world. Cash them Marvel checks, man. I mean, hey. Keep the uh, money flow going with yeah. all these Man, new shows, right? He's really in charge of so many things. Like he's like the guy underneath Feige, basically. Might yeah, as well be. basically. So make that money, man. Yeah. Okay, do your thing. Um, the episode nine, the Rise of Skywalker, mm. Star Wars movie came. Uh, trailer came out. Yeah. I am like, what the heck are they about to do? Because uh, I mean, Ray is like. Got the double. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? The conspiracy theorist in me says that's a whole dream sequence mm -hmm. by her. Like, if you remember, you, you saw episode eight where mm -hmm. she goes in that little force thing with Luke and she sees all these reflections of herself. Mm. I feel like something like that happens again and she sees herself. Because remember in the conversation in last week, Kylo thinks he'll join the dark side and she thinks he'll join the light. I think that's called back where she's having a vision. And she's facing herself, like kind of like how Luke did in um okay. episode three or two, three, three, where he sees Vader's mask and he hears his breathing and he goes to the cave. Oh no, that's two. That's definitely two. Just two, yeah, kind of like that. Actually, that's three. <laughs> Technically, it's actually five or six because you know they're in reverse order. Yeah, it gets confusing, yeah. man. Sorry. <laughs> anyway, uh, 
They know how to make a trailer, though. And they also know how to make movies. Like, it, the movies always look fantastic. They look, yeah, they look excellent. Like, the, the, like no matter what you actually think of the story, mm-hmm, the they visuals, always look great. Yeah. They so, look I'm really excited. I don't know what they're doing with um, Old Girl. Is she in it? Or, like, is she not? Old Girl who? Carrie Fisher. Um, They said that footage was used from... The footage they have of her, they said, was for unused stuff from the last movie and stuff they shot before she died. Okay. Yeah. Like, the previous stuff they some people have posted online of her and Ray hugging, mm-hmm. that scene actually took place in the last movie, or not the last movie, Um, in the movie where Han dies. The first one. The first yeah. One. That hug is, that scene is what the hug actually takes place from. But they didn't use it in the movie. They reused it in this movie where they're in the garden talking and she hugs them. They just mm. changed the setting in digitally. So interesting. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I, I keep thinking about that scene in um, the Last Jedi when she just floats back to the ship. I'm sorry. I was crying laughing when I saw that. I was like, "What is this? Do you remember that?" Yeah. I thought, "Oh, she, <laughs> she died." Like, cause that was that happened. That movie came out after everybody thought, which after she died, right? Right. So I thought, mm-hmm. oh, they're actually going to just kill her character off in the movie. Like, <laughs> nope. <laughs> last minute tweaks and not have her there. Because she doesn't show up again until the end of the movie. So they could have just had they, her character It could have just been she the end, just, right. Yeah. You know, but we they didn't. accepted it. A gentle yeah. send off. No. Yeah. <laughs> she just comes back. Have, you know, have her character die that way, like killed <laughs> by her son. You know, have her, everybody mourning for her mm-hmm. on the ship before the chaos ensues. Yeah. But they didn't do any of that. No. Did you guys like The Last Jedi? I did. I liked it too. Yeah. I wish they let her die though. My only issue with The Last Jedi is the only issue I had with it. Um, Like I'm on the side where Snoke doesn't matter to the story. Mm-hmm. Snoke kills Snoke. I don't care about Snoke. Right. <laughs> you know, rage, rage parentage. Who her parents are doesn't matter to the story at all. Right. My only issue with it was the... um. The scene where she saves everybody when they make it to the planet was my second issue. When the scene where she saves everybody and she lifts all those rocks, like you could tell them those are CG rocks. Like the <laughs> the visual effect on that was so poor. Yeah. And my other issue is there are too many stories going along in it, but the time time is really loose. Like in one side story, they spent like a week, mm-hmm. but in one side of the story, that's 12 hours and then the other side of the story is like a couple days from everybody Mm -hmm. like it doesn't make any sense time wise so right I agree with you there that whole thin side story was so stupid (laughs) every time it cut to that I was frustrated yeah like this is too long this is too boring this is too dumb the only thing that was good that came out of that was showing the little kids that may have the force and how they inspired the kids Mm mhm yeah Mm -hmm. I thought it was fine. I mean, I don't know. I've never been like super hard into any of these movies because I guess I didn't grow up with them. So they're not like, I don't feel as impassioned as a lot of other Star Wars fans feel and how it was so divisive. I thought the, the most interesting thing about the movie was that so many people hated it. Nah, fuck Because I was that. just like, it's fine. <laughs> Gotta be a critical ass nerd. Fuck it. <laughs> I was like, this is... It's a good movie. Like, I don't know why everyone's, like, 
tearing their shirts and <laughs> mourning in the streets. Like, what's good with right. y'all? Like, <laughs> it was Weeping a good movie. I mean, it, it was, was fine. Like, <laughs> it was calm down. Had the main makeup of Star Wars. Yeah, it's, it was a Star Wars. Like, I mean, I don't. It wasn't like Star a war Wars v Avatar. It's a know? war and the stars. It's a Star Wars. Exactly. <laughs> Come on, I'm so weak. <laughs> um, and Clone Wars is coming back. Yep. Which is cool, I guess. Yeah. I heard everybody says it's good. Mm-hmm. I haven't watched it. The only thing I know of Clone Wars is a couple episodes and the original animated version that came out in movie theaters. So, yeah. So, those are things to look forward to. Yep, peeps. yep, yep. <laughs> Disney um, owns you. Dis- Disney owns your life. Well, they don't own your life. Your life is still your own. They mm. own TV. They own all your own entertainment options. Major entertainment. Things. Yeah. Anyways, um, so Tom Holland kind of gave his response. Are you giving me the finger? No. If I wanted to give you the finger, you'd know I'd give you the finger. That's what that looked like. No. I cut on my finger. I got a splinter in it earlier today. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. My thoughts and prayers for you in this difficult time. <laughs> in this difficult time? <laughs> Um. Um, (laughs) yeah so tom holland gave his response about the sony disney split i'm gonna look mm, up exactly what he said he went out sad Mm -mm. i'm don't know how i feel about what's going on right now didn't he say something to the effect of thank you guys it was a great lot ride love you 3000 he said that at um at disney 3 yeah he did it he did say that. My thing, I think, I, I think somebody told him, like, yeah, you're actually signed with Sony, finally. <laughs> like, Someone told him like, I'm screaming. Because the whole time, everybody was like, nah. He went, he went Disney, like, nah, his contract's with Sony. Because he's like, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to continue to be Spider-Man. So I guess the agent was like, yeah, you, you're, you're not signed with, with Disney. You, you got to ride this contract out, my guy. So, <laughs> you know. Yeah, he said, I've, it's been a crazy week, and I love you all from the bottom of my heart, and I love you 3,000, which is very cute. My thing is, though, the person I'm, the person who is there for this whole negotiation, who should have seen this coming, is Feige, mm-hmm. which seems weird, because he made a comment saying, oh, we told a story we wanted to tell. Nigga, you left on a cliffhanger about Spider-Man's identity getting fine out. Right. How is that the whole story you want to tell? Like... You were there from the the beginning of that contract before, you know, the Disney bought Marvel. Mm-hmm. So you're there for the original terms. So you should, you should have been saying like, okay, even though we're signed with Disney, the contract was with Marvel and we only have these two movies to do. Let's make it as open-ended as possible. That way, if we can continue with it, we can. But if we can't, it's fine. No, we're going to end on a cliffhanger. So, And that cliffhanger was probably the best part of the whole movie. All right, chill. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Calm down. J. Jonah Jameson? <laughs> yeah, come on, man. It's J. Jonah Jameson. So this is what this is the actual statement, right? So Kevin Foggy said, I'm feeling about Spider-Man. Gratitude and joy. We got to make five films within the MCU with Spider-Man. Two standalone films and three with the Avengers. It was a dream that I n- thought would never happen. It was never meant to last forever. Interesting. We knew there was a finite amount of time that we'd be able to do this. And mm-hmm. we told the story we wanted to tell. And I'll always be thankful for that. And Tom was like, basically, we've made five great movies. It's been 
five amazing years. I've had the time of my life. Who knows what the future holds? But all I know is I'm going to continue playing Spider-Man and having the time of my life. It's going to be fun. However, we choose to do it. So he said it's going to be different, but like. Know what song you should have been singing right now? What? I will always love you because it fits perfectly because that was the last Spider-Man movie. His <laughs> his movie. And I <laughs> will always love you. Yeah. That was bad, but can I don't we, care. Can we terrible. get that high note again? <laughs> oh, Woo. yes, sir. Oh, got goosebumps over here. <laughs> so yeah, so um. <laughs> 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 Um, I'm. I mean, I'm happy that they're going to continue doing it. I'm just. I don't know. I feel like the whole Marvel influence and all the characters that he's interacted with in these last five movies have been so integral to his character that it feels weird not having him, or like not, or they're what, not going to be able to reference it at all. What characters did he interact with? He interacted with a lot of them. So, like in Infinity Wars, he interacted with. A whole bunch of them. In Infinity War, he only really acted with um, Tony Stark. He interacted with Tony Stark, Stark, War Machine, and no, he interacted with Star Lord. He interacted with Doctor Strange. He interacted with all of the Guardians. You didn't remember that part? You said, "Oh, I thought you were saying Civil War." But you're right. You did. He did. He did. He interacted with them in Civil War. Like he could still now he can interact with Spider-Man characters. You know. He has yeah. a whole swath. The thing with Spider-Man is outside of Batman, Spider-Man probably has the second most well-known rogues gallery of any comic book character. Okay. So he'll be fine. Like, like I want to see him and Kingpin go at it. Like, you know. Oh, yeah. Kingpin. So, you know, him, Kingpin, Shocker. Um, <laughs> you know. That's really his name, Shocker? Shocker. The electric guy. There's two. There's one that's Shocker and one there's Electro. Yeah. Oh, Electro was the one that Jimmy Fox played. Yeah. Ew. Shocker was the black guy. That was guy. so horrible. <laughs> Shocker is the black guy in um, He doesn't really shock people. It's more like vibrations. Oh, okay. The guy who punches people. They both punch people, huh? Can you Kinda, imagine sorta. Jimmy Fox actually being a fanboy, like a stalker fanboy? Like, I just didn't buy that at all. He posted a picture of him and Jimmy Fox together. Jimmy Fox posted a picture of him and Tom Holland together on Instagram. Oh, cute. Yeah. And then... Apparently, there's a, there was some footage with um, Spider-Man and Venom that got cut. Got cut from... Like, someone was like, nah, you can't do this. No. Um, Let me actually find out what it is. Well, yeah. Venom? The guy who played Venom. Goblin or mm-hmm. the... Harry Osborn in the Amazing Spider-Man Two, right? He said something like, "Oh, that's my brother," or whatever, you know. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah, Tom Holland filmed a Venom cameo, but Marvel made Sony cut it. Oh, hmm. apparently now this is coming from a website called We Got This Covered, so I'm not sure how accurate this is. But y'all ain't got shit covered. <laughs> <laughs> You're a liar. <laughs> so. I'm sure everything will be fine. It's just sad for me. How? What do you mean? How is it sad for you? Because I don't know. I liked him in the MCU. And I liked that. I don't know. I just like the connectedness of all of the characters. But I mean, I guess this is a chance to for Spider-Man to like be Spider-Man and do his own thing. So fine. Yeah. You know, be fine. on his own and be Spider-Man. Right. Fine. Instead of Tony Stark's sidekick and Ward. <laughs> Ward. <laughs> <laughs> 
haven't heard anyone say that before. <laughs> not in like not in modern day. What is my bidding, my master? Um. <laughs> <laughs> so some other things came out. Um, for me, Hillary Duff is coming back as Lizzie McGuire. Yo, I'm so pumped. Like. If there was a show that was like quintessentially my childhood, it had to be that. It was like that Zoe 101, that's so Raven. And that's a Raven, I mean, they redid it, but like, no one cares about that. I'm so excited for Lucy McGuire to come back. It's gonna be weird though, I don't know what they're gonna do with that. She's she like a grown woman, so like. Didn't the movie end with her becoming like a pop star or something? No. You end. obviously didn't watch the movie. I'm not the target audience. <laughs> but yet you know that information I have two so. sisters <laughs> I have two sisters I'm not gonna like legitimately sit there and like watch it but I'll see it in passing because I have to only one TV now is- so she went to Italy and she had like a doppelganger who was a superstar in Italy I think mm-hmm. if I'm remembering the movie correctly um, and they sang a song together but I think she went back to her regular life I don't think she like stayed there and became a a superstar because like she still had to go to school or whatever okay. Duff was like that person like all of her movies and stuff were like the things that you like wanted to watch and all of her movies yeah mm. cadet kelly what's the other one it's like um a cinderella story or something like <laughs> So for all of you who are listening, who who are in, who are who feel me on a deep level, y'all know. Like the only Disney movies that matter are Motocross and Johnny Tsunami and Brink. No. Oh yeah, Brink. I remember Brink. I don't remember Brink. Uh, no, I do. remember. Oh, but I say, yeah. What about Smart House and okay. Smart House is up the there Luck too. of the Irish? Is that what is it? Luck of the Irish, where he like plays basketball. Yes, yeah, that's Luck of the Irish. My date with the president's daughter. What are you on? Like oh, you're well, see, but you know what she's doing? Movies, she's like, naming all the bomb movies, and she includes Cadet Kelly in there. With right. Wires, was like, no, I'm just saying. <laughs> so, even I'm just saying that that Hillary Duff was that girl. Like she was like, I don't know who would compare her to now. Miley Cyrus. No. No, she was before Miley Cyrus. She no, was like no, she was saying, Miley Cyrus before Miley Cyrus was Miley Cyrus. Like that's, that's who she I'm was. Saying. She was on that level of like I'm that bitch. Like that's who she was. And then, you know, I guess she Yo, grew you up really upgraded her status. I had a mental like blank because I was legitimately trying to figure out what does Miley Cyrus do nowadays. She makes music still. I haven't heard it, but I know she makes exactly. it. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> I just wanted I to make she sure. She makes the music. Okay. And she's learned from her father. No, she hasn't. You know, you she's make a song divorced. and disappear for years. No, her father acts with black talent. She pretends to be black. She doesn't do that anymore. She's still not twerking? No. Those were her wrecking ball um, I days. I think I saw her twerking on Twitter to Megan Thee Stallion, if I'm correct. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, maybe she twerks in her private life, but she doesn't twerk in her movies. It's not her I private mean her, life if she's posting on Twitter. And what's Instagram. it called? Um, her music. Like she's not on stage twerking. That's what I mean. Like she's she. I think she said she's over that phase. <laughs> what was? There's this video of her at a concert, and she's like, "They trying to kill your favorite bitch." Oh, bad motherfucker! 
so, I'm sorry, but <laughs> oh man, oh, she's really annoying. I can't stand her. Actually, <laughs> oh, Marley, I'm gonna pray for you. You need prayer. <laughs> I'm gonna pray for you. Yeah, yeah. And Hillary Duff was only like one of those people who didn't have to go to rehab or anything. Like her life was pretty chill. I respect that about her. She got her crap together. Raven Simone should have went to rehab. You know, she probably should. <laughs> you know, I mean, she probably wasn't on drugs, but she. Mm. She on something. Mm. <laughs> yeah, she, she may have been. She on that umbop with Orlando Brown. Yo, that was <laughs> <a play. laughs> Oh, what I tell you, I watched that joint so many times. Like, oh my god, that was hilarious. Anyways, the um, funny thing was that he was going around doing it on other platforms and stuff like that. It was what uh, Doctor Phil? Single, yeah, <laughs> all of that. Tweak no. City, man. Tweak City. <laughs> Co- cocaine is a hell of a drug. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Something. <laughs> <gasps> Woo! All right. And um, so there's a live action Lady in the Tramp. Um, I think Janelle Monet is one of the dogs. Or oh, she's voicing one of the dogs. Oh. Is she voicing the lady? Yeah, I think so. I think so. <laughs> I mean, the only option is, yeah. I'm trying to remember. Well, I haven't seen Lady and the Tramp in years, so I'm trying to like remember. I know it's a movie about dog, dogs and they kiss with only, the spaghetti. Yeah, the spaghetti thing. I mean, I've only seen everybody remembers from like, the movie. I don't even know if I watched that. Anyway. Did I actually watch that? I watched the Aristocrats, cats, but those are about cats, not dogs. So I don't remember the Aristocrats. Remember I when remember, the cats? I remember the, the song. That's what I was saying. Yeah. Only thing I remember that is everybody, everybody wants it. to be a cat. Yep. Yes, yeah. that's the only Same. thing I remember. <laughs> so I mean, they just keep making live action movies. They're just turning all of the animated stuff into live action. That's what I'm thankful for Disney Plus because mm-hmm. I could watch the rest of Disney Vault animated the way. It's intended and right, be. and not have to watch the live action. Yeah. I'm so excited about that. So, I mean, let's be honest. We weren't watching these movies um, until they started coming out with the live action. Man, I, I mean, we're not going back and watching. I them, still got VHS tapes in the garage. I don't got no VHS player. Right. But, so, like, know, how are you watching? You know. <laughs> <laughs> so you're not watching you know. them. That's the thing. Yeah. Um, and Emma Stone. It's going to be Corella DeVille. Yeah. Which I'm excited for. I think she'll do a great job in oh, that. She looks good. So she looks great in that. This will be the second live action remake for Lady Ninja. Dalmatians, yeah. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Uh-oh. Glenn Close played the first Corella DeVille. Yeah. And I remember that. So there's no reason to do another live action one. Yeah, there is. But their way that it made it seem, like in the photo, was like it was like super underground like sketchy people in the background and she looked she was like the queen of the streets or something she was like the, 80s mod kind of style yes okay she was like the uh white equivalent of dmx yeah the dogs arr, arr. yeah <laughs> <laughs> where my dogs at <laughs> that's such a good impression no it's not no no it's not <laughs> he no. sounds like he hasn't like he has hey, yo, my, hey, yo, my, his throat hey, yo, my dogs like he hey, yo, clear his throat. She got the thugs on the side and the yo. She looks like the angry dog in the middle. She looks good. Hey, yo, baby looks good. It's me, Corella Deville. <laughs> Trying to get into missions. I feel like you have you ever had like someone who you don't know, but you feel like it's basically you just in another body. The explain further. So some people call it like their 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 soul spirit or their 
twin soul or something like that. Mm-hmm. That's what I feel like Emma Stone is. I feel like Emma Stone is me. That was a very Scarlett Johansson of you. <laughs> the joke is never gonna die. Every <laughs> single week, and it, this one did not land though. This one didn't land. You laughed. It didn't land. Mm, didn't she laugh? Yeah, she's like she the did. white version of me, but like she has an Oscar. So I guess she's kind of better, but whatever. Um, it's not better. Clearly, yeah, that's true. I'm great. I big up my team. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm sorry. Should I put more accent on that? Big up. Big up my team. How do you feel, Dale? Are your ears bleeding? Mm, I've, I've heard worse. I'll give that a on a scale of one to five. Give that a three. Oh, yeah. Who's gonna play um Sebastian in the Little Mermaid? I want Shaggy to play Sebastian. Okay. <laughs> you come on. Who else are you gonna have? Like, <laughs> he clearly is a either. Okay, if they don't cast a Jamaican to voice. Sebastian, you have to cast somebody with an island accent, you know. Yeah, or yeah, else it's not going to work. It's not going to work. It's not going to work, not yeah. at all. Shaggy already changes his voice to sing. You know that, right? Under the sea. <laughs> Under the sea. Like, I don't know. He does some weird thing to his voice. Like when um Ariel like catches <laughs> Eric cheating and he's going, it wasn't me. <laughs> it wasn't me. <laughs> it wasn't me. <laughs> they caught me on a barnacle. It wasn't me. <laughs> Yeah. So now that Disney's doing all this stuff, I wonder what's going to happen to these other streaming platforms. It'll be fine. Yeah, you think so? It'll be fine. Because what Disney doesn't have, other things still are there, which is what I, the one thing I want to know, because Disney does have a streaming platform and Disney owns Hulu as well. Mm. Hulu carries Fox, ABC, and all those other platforms. Right. That's my concern is how it affects Hulu. More than anything else. Than anyone. Right. Yeah. That's true. Because Netflix is fine. Netflix is producing their own content now. That's their true. own movies. So, and people who, and all the other companies who don't want to partner with Disney will still go to Netflix or Amazon. So, they're fine. That's true. So. All right. Well. Plus, the price fine. point is so low that you can have your Hulu or Netflix plus Disney Plus. Yeah. There are options. Because, like, now... Like you can get Hulu through Sprint for free with your plan. Mm-hmm. You can get Netflix through um, T-Mobile with your plan. And if you want to pay for Disney Plus separately, if you're on one of those phone plans, you can. So you know. So I guess it will be fun. Yeah. All right, moving swiftly on, we are talking about our personal experiences and how they affect the films and TV shows we watch. Mm. So really, I bought this up because I was watching. A Clockwork Orange. <laughs> well, I didn't finish it, obviously, but like I watched some of it and I just felt really odd. Mm-hmm. Like I just didn't feel good about it because it felt like hyper masculine. It felt like it was, I felt like the women were not being treated well or even intelligently in the films. Kind of a male power fantasy. Yes. Well, a young and I hated male it. power fantasy. Not that it didn't look good and it probably was. I mean, everyone loves it. But for me, I was just like, I really can't watch this. Like, this feels wrong. Mm-hmm. And I can't get with it because it just, yeah, it just felt like way too much about that. I think it's one of those things kind of like how representation is important. 
mm-hmm. for people it's along the same lines like you want to see more black faces mm-hmm. but then if you see that one token black person in the movie you don't feel as the movie doesn't vibe with you anymore mm-hmm. or how they kind of pigeonhole black characters when you know they could be more than that and they're not in these right. movies so yeah i mean i don't know i feel like i guess my question is like can you or the question I asked myself was, can I actually just sit down and enjoy this as just like a work of art without having whatever I feel about certain things affect the viewing of it? Mm-hmm. And I really couldn't. Like, I couldn't get with it because of those things, even though it's probably like a great work of art mm-hmm. or something. But it like, like stifled my experience because I was like, y'all are garbage for doing this. <laughs> Even though you're a genius, but mm-hmm. like, no. I think that's probably why I haven't seen, like, when how when they see us, mm. you know. Yeah, true, true. Because a nigga kind of lives that every day, not to that extent, but the fear mm-hmm. is always in the back of my head. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, my friends were talking about that. They mm-hmm. were like, "Nah, we didn't go see it." Yeah. Because we can't deal with that. <laughs> So you're fine. Are you okay? Um, you look like you were about to say something. That's why I was like, yeah. <laughs> "Well, um, I you know, like I agree with those. Um, like if I see something that doesn't sit well with me, I can't really enjoy the movie. Mm-hmm. And art's subjective. Mm-hmm. I can look at a picture of Michelangelo and be like, "Oh, it's a picture. It doesn't move me." Mm-hmm. But at the same time, is I feel like uh, movies are a different visual medium. Right. And part of the, art, the artistic experience is the emotion that comes out of it. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you got to really guard what you stand for in those movies because what you watch will sit with you for a while and you'll meditate on it and it can actually influence how you think and feel. That's true. Yeah. I mean, I could watch things that are disturbing. So I guess I don't know, like, where is the line? Mm -hmm. Because I can watch disturbing things and it will be unsettling. But for some reason, like, if I'm interested enough, I'll keep watching it. Like, when I watch Black Swan, that movie's freaking weird. Like, and the stuff that they do in there, I'm like, oh, my God. I don't consider Black Swan disturbing. It was disturbing. Okay, so when I watched it, Mm -hmm. I watched it freshman year of high school. So I was like... 13 14 okay so yeah that was very disturbing for me but i was still interested in to see like what was going to happen next so i kept watching it even though it was like freaking me out there are in in movies like that where it's just there are limits to where i can desensitize myself Mm -hmm. and then it hits that point like yeah i can't watch it anymore Mm -hmm. so yeah i feel that way too like my i guess tolerance to stuff like that has built over the years Mm -hmm. But then I, I guess the question I ask myself is like, is, is there a purpose to this? Or like, are they just showing, like, what is the reason why, like, why are they doing this? How does it enhance why the did story? They, right, exactly. Why did they feel it was necessary to put these certain things in there? Because if I can't see that, then I can't get with it. Fair. You know what I mean? So. So for me, what's weird, the movies that make me kind of uncomfortable was um, basically hippie movies. Movies from like that portray hippies from like 1969. Why does that? Start? It's because it's like 
they're just people with no direction. They're just flowing in the wind. Whatever happens to them happens to them. Whatever drugs they take, mm. um, that's what it is. And I just can't imagine an existence like that. It's just, it just disturbs me to my core. Mm -hmm. People just existing? Yeah, just existing for... No reason. Exactly. So I just watched a Woodstock documentary. Actually, mm -hmm. while y'all were in that meeting, that's what I was watching. Mm -hmm. And the way that they explained it, because they were like... Everyone thought that we were like crazy for just having this like outdoor concert festival where people were just like showing up. They knew there were going to be a lot of drugs and sex and all this other stuff. But they were saying that like they wanted to find, I guess, I guess it was the time period. Like this was like right after people, their parents or whatever were coming home from war. So oh, they grew up in like, society. Yeah, they grew up in a society where people didn't really talk about anything. Mm. Everything was pretty strict and everyone had to live by the status quo. So I feel like they thought that that kind of lifestyle were, was a place where they can actually explore who they are and figure out like what they wanted to do and have every have peace and love because there was the Vietnam War and all this other stuff was going on. So it felt like a safe space to be in that community where you're not being judged for anything. No one's really expecting you to do anything seriously. They're just expecting you to just treat everyone nicely and just be, you know, be you. And I guess that makes sense like that. I can see that. You know what I mean? Like with the with the context. I don't see that as sense. being a hippie thing. I feel like that's a every generational thing. Mm -hmm. Well, more so with that age group mm -hmm. to now because society was, I guess, the norms and the establishment where you do this, 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 and this. Mm -hmm. But stuff, like since then, stuff has always been in flux. And because you, at the time, you always knew your role. You didn't really have to think about, oh, I'm going to be this person or that person. Like, okay, I'm going to go to school, get a degree, or not go to school, get a degree, have my kids and my family, mm -hmm. and that's it. Where I don't, I don't even think it's a time. I just think that's that age group in general, you know. So, yeah, because niggas are still looking for themselves right now, like forty years old. Like that's true. Yeah. Yeah. There's a limit to that, though. You can't be a rapper at forty years old. Get the <laughs> breath. Get out of the studio. Stop doing Uber, you know, get a temp job, go back to school, do something, you're 40, my guy. Ain't nobody trying to buy your album. I'm at Kroger's Grind Groceries, bro. I don't got five dollars. I also feel like our generation is actually more like on their grind, where it's like, you got to be doing something. No matter you, what it is, if you're not doing anything, then you're not looked at as like, you know what I'm saying? I think we've had to be, though, because that safety net, that it was okay for them to do all that because they had that safety net. We haven't like post eighty like eighties. That safety net is like non-existent, mm -hmm. right? And I think the issue is on that that whole generation thing is people were um not comfortable, but yeah, people were comfortable. Like our parents stays and stay in jobs for like forty years and yeah, they retire. They had whereas at most our security. generation stays in jobs like five years max and they mm -hmm. go on to the next thing. And we do no that security. because there's really no way to move up because our generation is still in those spots. Yeah. Mm -hmm. so. so, yeah, I, guess, I mean, it was kind of disturbing because it was like, y'all are dirty. Like, yeah. that's the disturb. That's the dis that's when I got disturbed. I was like, y'all niggas are out here in the hot sun, rolling around in the mud and in the rain, touching everybody. Y'all are naked. 
like y'all don't take a shower it's just so gross like to me just thinking about them you, just you being out on there. drugs they you should be care. in a you should be in a tarantino movie killing hippies then no i wouldn't <laughs> <laughs> That's but probably why I understood. Those are bad hippies. <laughs> That's why you understood how everybody hated them. Yeah. Freaking hippies. Freaking hippies. But Nah, yeah. they were really dirty though. Like, come on, y'all take a shower. <laughs> I couldn't. Stop being nasty. Even if I was rebellious, I couldn't do that. Mm-mm. Yeah, I do but I do think how we experience stuff affects on how we enjoy cinema. Like I would love to see like here's my thing though. And not just how we enjoy it's also the quality because I want to see more depictions of black love in movies and stuff. Yeah. But I don't want crappy movies. Mm-hmm. So it's like a catch for me too. It's like the movie's not bad, but you know, so I just want that to not be the focus of the films. What? Just being black. Like, I mean, it can be, but sometimes I just feel like now we're more than just our skin color. We're, yeah, yeah, that's how I feel about it. And I feel like that's how a lot of black filmmakers feel about it too. But I feel like they're kind of rele- relegated to make certain things because that's, I don't know, I guess what I think the money a, is or whatever. I think it's a bit of both. Mm-hmm. I think they're regulated and also not, yeah, they're regulated to, to do those. And also they feel that they, that's what they want to do to mm-hmm. that extreme. Like, yeah. Yeah, like... There are black Let's people not talk who talk about it. Like, there's black people, there's white people, there's brown people. Like, no, I think there you know there are people. I think in both all racial groups mm. that really ex really believe that those stereotypes are black and white when well, they're really not. Right. So, yeah, true. So hopefully that changes. Yeah. <clears throat> so um, <laughs> this one is um shows that were canceled too soon and those that went on long past their expiration date. Yeah. Shows that were canceled too soon. Oh, man. Firefly. Okay. I love Firefly. Gone too soon. A show that did go on far too soon and I love the show to death was Community. Mm. I feel like once it went off air, I wouldn't even say that. I think once Dan Harmon left, that should have been like the season after him that should have been right. it because they struggled to keep that show alive on like Hulu and Yahoo mm-hmm. like nah show not funny anymore <laughs> like Donald Glover left Chevy Chase left like let it go yeah make that Rick and Morty money but <laughs> yeah I can't really think of shows that have gone too soon I know shows that have gone on too long I definitely know those what, what shows How I Met Your Mother is definitely one of them oh my <sighs> gosh I don't think you want to talk about like okay. just writing things on the fly like that's what that that last season was garbage that's the thing Come I on. think I think what that show is the la- it was the last season that last season was such it's a terrible. letdown yeah it was it's like and this is the story like, of how you're making your mother. Okay, oh, dad, it's not about mom. It's your story about how you love Ann Robin still. Yeah, sure, go date her. Like, the mom <laughs> is only there for like. <laughs> the mo- I wish everyone could see that. The mom is only there for like eight episodes, and then they flash forward and she dies of cancer, and then that's it. To me, she wasn't cute, and that really irritated my soul. She was. I was like, this is the person cute. who's gonna be the mom. She was cute. She's manic pixie dream girl cute. Nah, Zoe Deschanel is manic pixie dream girl, and she looks better than that chick. They all look alike. No offense, but they all look alike. Nah, you want? Do you need to see what Zoe Deschanel looks like? She looks. She's really pretty. 
I know what she looks like. Okay. <laughs> like, I don't know why you don't think I, I know what she looks like. I feel like you don't understand. I feel like you don't see aesthetics plus black people. Like, you don't find I don't, white I don't women attractive see or even see their beauty who? in any type of way. Who? You. I don't see what? You don't see white people as beautiful. I do see white. I don't care. Here's the thing. Literally, every time we talk about this, you're like, nah, she's fine or she's not that cute. My my scale of like hotness to cute. And you can't just like appreciate beauty for beauty, no matter who it is. Okay, for me, if I say somebody's cute, that's like where some people think beautiful. Like once I think you're cute, cueing up for me is amazing. Mm -hmm. You know? If I say you're all right, I mean, you're, you're all right. I don't, I don't go the ugly to beautiful route. You know, it's uh, weird. My, my skill is Yeah, weird. your skill is different. Cause <laughs> I might, I might, there might be certain features you have that I might find attractive that say, that stick out to me more than I say, oh, you look beautiful or cute just because of that one pick feature. Hmm. So, yeah. I don't know. I just. I was going to make a joke, but I'm going to keep it to nah, myself. No, go ahead. No, I'm keeping it to myself. Get it out now. Uh-uh. Is it about her eyes? No. Okay. It's not about Zoe Deschanel. You said features that stick out to you. I was like, oh, really, Dale? It's a bad joke. You asked, okay? So don't give me that face. It was a bad joke, I regret. I don't even know uh, what I that was referencing. I don't know what it was okay. either. <laughs> well, don't worry. Um, <laughs> don't worry. Don't worry about it. Yeah. It's a bad joke. I just wanted him to be with Robin earlier, but then they put Robin with Barney, and I was just like... I was fine with that. All right. It showed character development. Like Rob, Barney's no longer the player. He settles down to find somebody he wants to be with. But they go no. But the thing with the Barney, okay, so it's, that's what I, that's why I said I hate this last that last season because they undid everything they were trying to do. If that was the goal to give him character development, but even when when he was with the Warup Robin, he was like waking Ted up in the middle of the night because he wanted to have sex with this girl but he couldn't because he was in a relationship I was like how does that show growth if you're still you know what I'm saying like yeah. if you're still about that mentality you're just not doing it then it's, you haven't grown at all like you're it's, the same it's, person it's about those habits that don't die well he recognized the habit and went to somebody who I'm might stop it. the habit just saying that my, is a little bit of growth my thing with him though it was the, how he stopped was oh here's this baby I had with this random woman yeah, like, come on, son. What? And then that's that's what made him become mature. So. Over him. Yeah. But that show was so good, and it, yeah, it flopped. A show I wish they no longer. Okay, so talk, speaking of Zoe Deschanel, mm-hmm. um, what's that dude? The Wayne's brother, the Wayne's, Marlon Wayne's son, not mm-hmm. Marlon, Damon Wayne's son, Damon Wayne's yeah. Jr. The show he left New Girl to do, um, Happy Endings, mm-hmm. I love that show. Okay. That show is amazing. I wish they continued it, but they didn't. So, yeah. It was a sitcom, right? Yeah. It had him. um, What's that girl from, I want to say, Alicia Cuthbert? Don't know who that is. Do you remember that? It's a movie, not The House Bunny. It was this old movie with um, Emile Hirsch, and she plays like this porn star who moves next door to his house and he finds out she's a regular girl but she's actually actually a very good actress in um happy endings i know what movie you're talking about what movie you're talking about i don't remember the name um, I, I thought you knew the <laughs> okay name. well i thought you knew the name so yeah. he didn't know the name come on yeah. i just i'm just trying to you know say that you know you know you have a little bit of legitimacy i'm just trying to have your back Dale. thank you for having my back Jermaine. you're welcome 
Yeah, most shows have gone on way too long. I mean, I want Mr. Robot to go on a little bit longer, but I feel like they're going to complete... It's a good time to end this It's season. a good time to end yeah. it. I know, I'm glad that they know exactly what they were trying to do, and they're going to cut it off right when it needs I'm, to be cut off. Although I'm low-key surprised they got it, brought it back. Why? I don't know. I feel like once those, the issue with a lot of sitcoms is, is when those the main character becomes so famous and recognizable, it's kind of hard to go back and finish it or continue it. Why? I don't know. Like, I guess I view it as like a scheduling thing. Like, yeah, okay, I'm still on contract, but yeah, I got this movie I'm doing, you know, kind of thing. I don't know. I feel like... I don't think he was doing anything when they... He wasn't... When they said they're doing a fourth season, he wasn't doing anything. It's while they were shooting the fourth season when he got Bond. Wasn't he doing um Freddie Mercury before? He was doing that third season. During the third season? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. And then didn't blow up. It, he was filming it during that third season. So it's not like it came out during the third season and it blew up and he was like this ultra famous person okay. at that time. But I mean. I've got a show. It's done now, so. I've got a show that went on too long. Um, the Walking Dead. Yeah, and it's still on apparently. Still on. Still on. Still on. A show that should die is um, <laughs> Full House or Fuller House. Man, I don't that know sequel or reboot? They're not canceling these Netflix shows, man. Unless they're Marvel and they're still there. Because Marvel's still viable. Right? No, I mean like they canceled all the Marvel shows. Yeah. On Netflix. Oh. I want. I still want to watch they don't, Daredevil. They're not canceling their own shows <sighs> that they've done. Daredevil, man, gone too soon. Gone too. Poor forty out for Daredevil. Daredevil gone too soon. Let's R.I.P. Like. I'm fine with Luke Cage. That last season, Luke Cage. Yeah, I didn't know that was garbage. You thought it was great? Yeah, Daredevil. Oh, I thought said Luke Cage. No, I haven't seen an episode of that. Nope. man. (laughs) Those accents. Oh, my gosh. You're having PTSD. No, and the director director of the show explained it on Twitter, like, oh, we got the actors we could, or we felt that could do the role. And every person on Twitter, like, who's of, like, West Indian or Jamaican descent is like, yo... Y'all niggas shot in New York. How hard is it to get a Jamaican who can act in New York? Easily, yeah. Easy. Or when they actually shot in Jamaica. (laughs) It's not it's like you put zero effort into it and no one was minding his excuse. No. So yeah. Yeah. There's only one show that I know that's act that got better with the length of um seasons, and that's probably Friends. I haven't seen Friends, so I don't know. I know you haven't. All I know is I'm Chandler. Okay. Yeah, so like there's a lot of filler seasons in there though. That's the issue. But by the end of the season, everyone's arc is pretty much complete and you can kind of be okay with how they ended it off and it was nice. It that was sh- decent. Did that show end with like Ross running to me eight Rachel at the airport or something like that? Yeah. Okay. So Ross and Rachel get together. Again for the upteen time. Yeah. Okay. That's what I mean about the filler. Like if they cut that filler stuff out, it would have been a more coherent story. But by the end of it, it was still good because everyone got where they needed to be by the end so i guess it was satisfying the person i feel bad for that whole cast of friends Mm -hmm. is matt leblanc why because he only did like one movie lost in space that's my movie though on the front (laughs) he did charlie's angels full throttle he did oh and he did the first one i think too Okay, but I feel like he, like they thought his trajectory was supposed to be a bigger star than the star he came up to be yeah i don't think anybody wasn't that was expecting Jennifer Aniston to be the biggest star in that show. Yo, she was huge. Yeah, but... Everyone else kind of just... 
Except for um, Lisa Kudrow, because Lisa Kudrow is still doing good, really good stuff. Yeah, a lot of the comedy she, stuff. Yeah, she's yeah. doing good stuff. So it's not like, but everybody else, I don't know. I don't really know what they're doing. I think Matt LeBlanc does Top Gear. I think yeah, he does Top Gear. Swimmer, I think he directs. He's trying to get back into it. He was an OJ. Yeah, he was OJ. Yeah, he kept calling him Juice. Um, Courtney Cox stopped acting. <laughs> she said. After what done. Cougar Town or <laughs> Cougarville or whatever, every Over it. every time Matthew Perry gets a show, it bombs. Yeah, it's just sad. He's been through a lot in his life. So, <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, those are what we have. The so palette, the palette slop, living single. You're actually googling these people now. Yeah, I never watched Friends. Okay, I never I'll cared for them. True. I only started watching Friends when I was older. I actually never watched it while it actually aired. So, so I mean, Friends was your a different world. Yeah. Okay. Because I didn't start watching a different world until I was like in college. <laughs> so, <laughs> and I didn't start watching Friends until I was in college too. So I mean, uh, them shows were a little, yeah, they were a little too um ahead of me. So, first question in our Q and A is uh. Oh, and also, you guys can uh, send us your questions on Instagram and Twitter. 16mm Film Crew Podcast or something of that sort. Do it. Do it now. Do it. Um, how Execute do we... Execute Order 66. Is that where you're going with this? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Do it. Do how it do we now. feel about the animated to 3D live action film transition? I don't like it. This is double the money. Um... I'm indifferent. It's, uh, the word I can use for it is unnecessary. Yes. No one needs it. Hey, we're making a live action Lion King. It's not really live action. It's animated. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I'm not a fan of it. I wish they all. would stop, but they I, won't. So. Yeah. It's not a good Whatever. I won't pay my money to go see that. I mean, I saw Aladdin and it was a fine. <sighs> if they make, I guess I'll see Mulan 2. I Yes. I'll probably see Mulan though. Yeah, I'll see probably see Mulan. I'm kind of tired of anthrop- anthropomorphic animals. Anthropomorphic is, you know, giving animals or inanimate objects human-like qualities and features. Okay. Oh. Thank you, Dale. Yeah, no one knew what that meant. English lessons with Dale. Anyways, um... <laughs> Yeah, I'll probably will see that. Under the sea. And I'll see I'm the little memory for the culture, you know. Which one? I'll see the little memory for the culture. For the culture. Yeah, because Haley. Whose culture? Beyonce Black culture. people. <laughs> Where? Okay. If you don't watch The Little Mermaid, Beyonce will haunt you in your dreams for not watching Little Mermaid. Is that how it's going to go? No, she's going to fill your house personally with a whole bunch of bees. Go into the mirror and say, clean our lights off in the bathroom and go Beyonce, Beyonce, Beyonce. (laughs) (laughs) She gonna come through and upgrade you. (laughs) (laughs) Just pure daggers. Daggers. That's all we got. Uh, Okay, the next question is, what made you choose this field? This is super um, unspecific. The feel of like our Film field? And art. Um, for me, before in college, before I transferred colleges, I was doing computer information. And I don't fucks with math. 
So <laughs> math happened and I was like, yep. damn, my nigga is not as smart as he thought he is. Yeah. So transferred schools because I kind of wanted to get out of state because I was in Georgia locally. So I transferred to Alabama. Um, I took a, you know, regular AV, not AV, um, communication class or intro to television class just for easy a because oh i can do this i do av at my church it should be easy <laughs> and i know diddly shit about tv or movies and the only reason i stuck with it and the interest was built is because of my professor apparently he saw something he saw something in me i didn't see it myself i guess he saw how much i'd be interested in this field and editing and whatnot and he kind of pushed me to still still do it and now when i still interact with him he like still argues with me like he's still my teacher yep. so yeah I mean should I go there Dale you can I kind of don't want to huh. it's not my story it's your story go ahead anyway I'll tell you later but anyway <laughs> I was always you know attracted to cameras and all that good shit so um my dad was filming my sister's recitals, I'm like, man, this guy sucks at filming this. <laughs> so fast forward a couple of years when I forgot about doing cameras. I was in high school. I took a class about video editing and making movies. I'm like, this is great. I can do this. Fast forward a couple more years when I made it to college. I had to choose my major or else I would be undecided and um, end up a bum out of of college I'm graduate so I'm like you know what general ed nothing wrong with general ed though but no <laughs> but for all I mean, the people who it's not bad. did declare you're a bum apparently <laughs> apparently yeah I mean when you do an art field and you don't get the connections you're still a bum so starving artists we're not bums we're starving artists there's okay? a difference there's a difference and we all live in penthouse penthouse lofts in New York <laughs> right so, I got in the film. I had a natural talent for some of the stuff, kind of. I'm my own worst critic, but I love filmmaking, the process, storytelling. I like t telling stories, although I'm long-winded. That's probably why I like telling stories. You didn't have to shake your head so hard. <laughs> but, I mean, that's about it. And plus, um, I was inspired by... Uh, Batman Forever. Childhood. Batman Forever. Yes. Batman Forever. That's that's Bert. that's Tim Burton, right? No, that's that wasn't Tim Burton. Schumacher. I don't know one of them. I don't know. <laughs> so it was. Um, I all I know is there was Two Face. That was Tommy Lee Jones and uh, the Riddler. Who was Jim Carrey. <laughs> and Jim Carrey is so talented. Yeah. And then Val Kilmer, who had the same face the whole time. Same emotion, just even cue. I'm Batman. And that was it. That's my story. <laughs> You're right about being long winded. Yeah. Because <laughs> it had it nothing. On on. <laughs> it had nothing. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Ooh. Um, how did I get into this field? Um I originally, I originally wanted to be an actress, actor, whatever. 
and I did like theater and stuff most of my life. But I was like, I probably won't make any money from this and I probably won't get cast in anything because like, and I don't you know, I think the whole um, idea of going to LA and trying to like be an actor was something that seemed really far-fetched. Far-fetched and like, a lot like you have to take a lot of stuff a lot of criticism a lot of no's it takes years mm-hmm. and sometimes it doesn't even happen for you so I was like you know what nah I'm not gonna do this to myself so I was like oh I'll be a writer instead because I always liked writing and I don't know I felt like it might be safer to just do something behind the scenes there are no safe options in this it's every single thing is hard so but I used to watch movies and then I'd go on YouTube and look at the interviews of the directors and the writers and how like the production was created. And that really inspired me to get involved on that side of it. It seemed a lot more interesting. Um, even though acting is really cool, I feel like there's a lot of interesting things in just creating story and actually turning something or actually making something happen from the page into real life. So I thought it was really cool. And so I got into it. I wanted to do film and then I went to college um, at Oakwood, Alabama. Shout out. Shout out to the squad. (laughs) Um, Isn't it illegal to be black in Alabama? Should be. But you're surprised, isn't it really? Because who else picks the cotton? Oh. See, that was my joke. That was my joke, Dale. I got you. We're right here. That was my joke. So, yeah. And anyway, I... (laughs) (laughs) And I didn't want to go to Oakwood at first, but... Nobody does. No, and nobody really does. It's never anyone's first choice. (laughs) Or if it is, then okay, cool. But, like, most people, it's not their first choice. But our teacher, and by our, I mean Dale's Dale's and I's, Dr. Cheddar, (laughs) he was like, you're going to be in this program because yeah. I wanted to be in a film co- program and Oakwood didn't have a film program. They had a broadcast journalism program. And I was like, I don't want to be on the news. That's not anything I care about. But when I actually got into the program, um, we got to do screen screenwriting and um, writing for documentaries. And we got to make our own projects and do our own stuff. Is everyone looking at their phones while I'm talking? I mean, maybe. I, I got it. No. Not at all. Um, I'm looking at the hurricane information. I got family in Florida. Just making sure. Quite disrespectful. Everybody's okay. I apologize. Um, Your phone always goes off, though. No, it doesn't. It hasn't gone off in weeks. Like, Since last week? <laughs> that, it literally did not happen last week. You can't even say that. Yeah, that's like the first time. No, it's not the first time. It's only gone off twice, and we've made six episodes. Seven. I don't know. Six. Numbers? Six. Mm. Numbers. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Whatever, I'm talking now. Everyone's not Oakwood, interested. you know, Chad. So, yeah, and that's how I got into this field. Um, it's fine. I want to do it at a higher level so I can actually do what I want. Mm-hmm. But for right now, it's okay. <laughs> yeah. All that's right. Good. Do you want to hear the real truth why I got into this field? Is it, How long is the story? You didn't say the real truth when you told your 10-minute story? That was half the truth. So the you real truth is you have a minute. <laughs> you have one minute. It's okay. This will take me ten seconds. Okay. So it's either the film field or cotton field. Ha! 
my question uh, is, what is your favorite food to eat while watching movies? What was the question? I couldn't hear you over Jermaine's laughter. I apologize. What is your favorite food to eat while watching movies? Or TV, I guess. I like to have a full course meal depending on like what I'm watching. <laughs> so See, like I used to like, so back in college, I used to go like to Chick-fil-A or whatever. And I would like hurry back to my room so I could play the office and watch my food and just like enjoy my sandwich and fries while I was like watching the office. Like it made me so happy. I don't, I don't think I eat when I'm like binge watching or watching stuff. Only time I do is if I know I'm going to the movies. Mm. And I, if I'm going to the movies, I'll get some nachos. Or I'll get me some chocolate um, raisinets. And that's really it. Raisinets? Yeah, man. Raisinets is bomb. I don't know why. They're my favorite. If I have to eat candy and it's not peppermints, it's going to be either... Most likely raisinets. Peppermints. What type of childhood did you I have? Don't Literally, like, Dale I, is. I don't like sweets that much. Sixty-eight okay? years old. I don't like sweets. Okay. You want a hard candy? Raisinets and some peppermint candies. Yeah, I don't like. I don't like sweets. If you see me eating candy, it's most likely peppermint. Back in my day, you either had to choose a film field or a cotton field. Can you answer the question? Not gonna let that joke die. I'm not. I'm trying enough. to make it work. I've had enough. All right. So, what's your favorite thing to? Snack on while you're watching your movies. Nothing. Nothing? I like to pay full attention to what I'm doing. I mean, what I'm watching. And uh, chewing and getting food and bringing stuff to your mouth. And it's just too much. It's too many. Too many. It's too hard. I can't. uh, It's too much. Too much mental power to like grab, chew, eat, breathe, watch all at the same time. No, it's too many. Too many things. Yeah, just too many things. Too many distractions. Yeah. And plus, when you get into the movie theater, you hear people munching on stuff and rustling, and then you may miss what people are whispering on the screen. It's annoying. I'll be honest. If it's a boring movie, I will be on my phone, so. Yeah. I don't eat. I mean, I eat popcorn sometimes, depending on if it's like a blockbuster or action film I watch. I like, I'll eat popcorn, but usually I don't eat anything when I go to the movie theaters. Because I want to, like, take it all in. Yeah, I don't really... Yeah, I don't really do food unless I'm at a movie theater. Yeah. Being honest. I eat at home. But okay, that's when I'm so, comfortable. Like. So y'all give me crap for not eating anything, but y'all just said, hey, we go to the movies and no No, it was your explanation of, like, it was too hard to bring food to your mouth while you were watching It's not something. too hard. I, I like, never said it was too hard. You just said it was you too just much said to do. That. I didn't, yeah, it's too much, like... Distractions. It's not too hard. How is it? You're distracted. How is it? Look at a screen. My popcorn's right here to go. <laughs> Look, because popcorn, you're not picking up just one kernel. You're picking mm. up like 20 kernels, and then some of them don't make it into your mouth. Some of them get on your clothes, and then your hands are all buttery and stuff. It's stupid. I'm just trying to watch a movie. I'm not trying to get dirty. Okay, I guess uh, Jermaine has never heard of a thing called a napkin. <laughs> Please, like you use napkins in the movie theater. I'm just saying. (laughs) (laughs) All right, our last question is. (laughs) Uh, Our last question is: How do you binge watch TV shows, movies, and other media? I don't know what this means. You never been. You don't binge. How do you binge watch? Like, are you one of those marathon people who will sit there and like watch the whole thing for a day or two days or you know or oh okay episodes okay guessing that's what that is. 
I binge watch. It depends on what it is. So like I binge watch Stranger Things, but I took like a little breaks in between a couple episodes because trying to watch one thing for like one consecutive like eight hours or however long the the, um, episodes are, that's hard. The last thing I binge watched recently was um, The Boys. Mm-hmm. And it took me about, uh, in real time, it would probably be a day and a half. But it was really like every night I'd watch, when I came home, watch, till I went to sleep, watch, till I go to sleep, watch, till I go to sleep. So, yeah. Okay, so I thought binge watching was like, you have to watch all of it in one sitting. I can't do that. I can't do that I either. Can't do that. Well, mm, can I? No, I could watch a lot, but I can't watch all. Yeah. So I like the last thing I did, I binge watched was Mind Hunters, and I watched, and that took me like two days. So you don't, you don't binge watch, Jermaine? I do. I watch. I was binge watching the boys. Mm-hmm. It took me probably about a week. Okay. So like, that's I like would, two episodes a day. Yeah, about two, two, maybe two and a half, depending on how I was feeling. Yeah. I binge watch Game of Thrones in like a week. From episode, from season one to season like five. How? Oh, okay. <laughs> I was sick, so I was home. I was at my dad's house, right, and I had nothing to do except for just like be sick. So I just I would wake up in the morning, get some breakfast, sit down, watch Game of Thrones, get at lunch, watch Game of Thrones, eat dinner, watch Game of Thrones until like two, three in the clock in the morning. Go to sleep, wake up, and do the same thing over again. That's like what twenty three episodes a day, basically, for a week. Twenty three episodes a day. How many episodes were? were There's only ten episodes. Ten episodes in a, season. a week. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I'm like, what I are you forgot. talking about? I'm, I'm thinking. Said, I'm uh, thinking what? like. I'm thinking like Game of Thrones is like a that regular. That would be impossible. Like a regular no. thing. Mm-mm. Yeah, I can't. I don't know. I can't do that. Even when I'm sick. Yeah, it was amazing. That was a great week. I, I was bet sick, it was. but like. I was so in tune to like Game of Thrones. It was great. I did game of uh, binge watch Game of Thrones kind of like that. Mm. I was unemployed though, so yeah, it'd be like that. that. Yeah. yeah, it doesn't be like that. It'd be like that. <laughs> I think the closest I've come to that was with um with my rewatch of Stranger Things. Oh yeah, that was the closest I probably came. You're to cracking that. under pressure though. You couldn't take it. I probably waited till the last minute. Yeah, unnecessarily. Yeah. Unnecessarily, and I didn't really have to rewatch the whole thing, you know. But I did. All right, cool. So now it's our weekend, our week recommendations. What have we been watching this week? Senor Jungleang, what's your recommendation? I'll let you go first because I feel like I'm going to steal yours. Okay. Um. So. What I've been watching so far, and I guess I've been binge watching slash marathoning it. Well, two shows actually. Um, I've recently, if anybody's heard of Genius, it used to be on FX or Fox, and it's the first season is about Albert Einstein, the second season is about Pablo Picasso. I'm currently watching the first season of Einstein, and I'm also rewatching Gundam Wing. So yeah, Gundam Wing. Animated, this animated robot show that was on Toonami oh. in like 2000s, early 2000s. And I found I found out that it's on Hulu, so I've been re-watching it for nostalgia's sake. 
So Gundam Wing, mm-hmm. I was rewatching it with you, <laughs> and yeah. I definitely think I'm gonna go home and watch that. <laughs> like it was. Now that I'm watching it now and understand a little bit more, it's that much better. Yeah, one of their best series. But what I'm also checking out, 40th anniversary of Gundam. All your anime fans out there, Gundam Origins, which is on uh, Adult Swim. I've been watching that. So, oh, the Origins OVAs? Mm-hmm. It's okay. like the prequel to the very first Gundam. Yeah. Those are good. I watched them when they first came out. But, yeah. Um, yeah, so I've been watching, I watched um, Sense and Sensibility and Emma, which is Jane Austen novels that were turned into movies with, like, uh, Gwyneth Paltrow and... Emma Thompson. Yeah, that's her name. Which are really good. I've only watched Pride and Prejudice, so I haven't seen any of her other stuff. I was about to say that. Like, I like the title sounds like Pride and Prejudice. Yeah, there's, those are her other books that okay. have been turned into movies. They were really good. And I was like, oh. Karen Knightley was in the Pride and Prejudice. Yeah, she okay, was. Yeah. Um, they're kind of similar in their formula, but like the way they're executed is pretty good. Um, I watched Mission Impossible Fallout, finally. Um, Was it predictable? Oh, yes. So predictable. However, fantastic action sequences. Fantastic. Mm. Where I was like, oh, man, you might die. (laughs) 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 But you're not going to because you're Tom Cruise. Like, of course, you're not going to die. And I just watched The Lobster today, and it was so good. It's it's not the weirdest thing I've ever seen, but like it's up there with one of those like really abstract, um, really art house movies. Is that an R42? A24? Whatever. A24. Look at Dale's face. I don't know, man. He can't stand it. <laughs> he doesn't like it when you don't know what it is. Like, <laughs> yeah, it is. It's an A24. Made by <laughs> Yorgos Lanthimos. Check out my new production company. We're really. Avant garde. Yeah. Very You're going to rip off all their movies and yep. make them somehow and make them worse? I'm going to put And make them people. worse, right? Mm-hmm. Because I'm going to put black people on all of them. I've also been watching okay. a lot of um, video essays about directors and how they film. So, like. Um, like the Hollywood Reporter, how the roundtable conversation. Yeah, stuff. some of those, but some of the other ones, like. Mm-hmm. Um, Paul Thomas Anderson and David Fincher and Quentin Tarantino, like the greats or the modern greats. Um, I don't want to be a director, but I think it's really useful to just know how everything operates and like when it how? comes, because most of them are writer directors. So I guess that's where I fit in. I slot in mm-hmm. on the writer part. So yeah, that's what I've been watching. You brought up, um, I've been waiting for years for another Wes Anderson movie. Mm. Like, that's well, I didn't bring up Wes Anderson, but yes, Wes Anderson too. I said Paul. Well, because you said Paul Anderson, yeah. and in my mind went the Wes Anderson. I was like, I his movies are so unique yeah. and beautiful. Like it's crazy. They call them dollhouse pictures, but it works because the colors he picks, the color palette. Yeah, it's I have, so I love nice. Wes Anderson movies. You don't like Wes Anderson? Wes Anderson, Jermaine? I don't know. How do you not yeah. know? It's either yes or no. Because I don't know. You do you know who he is? Or I don't know who he is. Have you seen Isle of Dogs? Nope. Have you seen Royal Tenant Moms? Nope. Have you I, seen Grand Budapest Hotel? I've seen bits and pieces of it, and it was boring. Have you seen nope. Rushmore? Nope. 
Bottle rocket? Nope. Nope. <laughs> Have you seen nope? Nope. <laughs> mm. Moonrise Kingdom? No. Gosh damn, nigga. <laughs> Diversify your viewing and entertainment options, man. <laughs> they all sound kind of boring to you me. You stop watching Rush Hour all the time. Bro, that's the best oh. movie ever. <laughs> Literally, all he watches is Rush Hour. Oh. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, they teach right. you brotherly love in that that is all we have for this podcast thanks so much for listening guys remember to listen to us on iTunes and Spotify and all the other nice things where can they follow us at they can follow us on Twitter at 16mm crew podcast and on Instagram at 16mm crew have a good night or enjoy, morning enjoy or your weekend stay safe Everybody have a good Labor Day weekend. Oh yeah. You know, you know have fun on the road if you're good traveling. Barbecue. Stay safe. Eat some nice food. If you got any food, you have any parties, hit me up on the Instagram. Let me know. I'll come through. Ooh. Your boy is searching for the moves. He searched his heart since college, actually. But you know. Yeah. Okay, and thank you <laughs> for watching and listening. <laughs> Bye. Au revoir. Deuces.